Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Gerica. Let's go to our first guest and let's talk about the future of women footballers. Soweto Gonya joins us on the line. Soweto, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, how are you doing? I'm great. Uh, th- your nickname is The Pro. Tell us the background. Where does that come from? Uh, sorry? Your nickname is The Pro. Where does that come from? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the reason they, they call me The Pro is because uh, I was doing things professional. Mm. Everything that I, I was doing, it was like always organized and professional. That, that's why they call me uh, Pro. <laughs> Now, your your mission in life is to develop future f- women football players. Give us the background. How did all that start? Hey, it was very, very difficult, but it ended up so enjoyable. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we started at uh, 2018 uh, with the girls. And I think the girls were only, yeah, there were only eight girls at time. And uh, we started training with them and playing games so we were just mixing them with the boys and there was that one game that we played with the boys it was the ladies against the boys and we won it and more and more girls wanted to play and were more interested to join the team Mm. tell us where all this is happening I forgot to ask you where you're based Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm from Western Cape in uh, Overbeck region. So it started here at a small, small town in Port River. Mm. It all started there. Uh, you grew up in in a, in a terrible situation. You say lots of crime and social ills. Yeah, yeah. And sport, yeah. Help, sport helped you out there. Tell us that story. Yeah, uh, sport really helped me because um, see now the man I, I am now is because of sport. The reason I'm disciplined is because of sport. Because from the younger age, I was always involved in sport. When the amateur, the senior teams are playing the local leagues, I'm always there watching them. And I was always the waterman <laughs> running there to take those balls and all the things. So I grew up loving sport and involved in sport. And it also helped me to es- escape in those drugs and everything that is happening on the street. Mm. And and is that the same message you're putting across to your girls that you're coaching at the moment? Uh, sorry? Is that the same message you're putting across to your girls that you're coaching? Yeah, it's because uh, the main reason like, I, I took these ladies is because like, I just wanted them to, to grow and be disciplined and make sure they are at school and the right things in their lives. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the Lucky Girls FC. How did uh, you, you told us how it started? Who gets involved? How many support staff have you got? Uh, supporting staff. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, Lucky Girls. Now, like in 2023, like we we have many, many, many people, even outside. In, in in my place, where I'm living now, Port River, we have many people that are supporting us because of they are getting motivated because of the ladies are playing and they are also hungry to play football. So the main thing in the Lucky Girls is to only up, uplift the, the women's sport in South Africa to see 
came from other places to see that okay, a female a female can, can also play soccer, and he, he, she can also do anything that he wants to do. Mm. Is that a difficult message to get across to your community? Yeah, yeah, there were there were many, 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 many difficult challenges that I went through, especially at the 20, 2018 where I started the teams because it was a new thing in my community because mm. many people didn't believe, okay, this thing is going to work. We, we, we never saw ladies playing soccer and all those questions they were asking me. So it was very, very difficult for me because there were many questions and many things about the thing that I'm trying to do for the ladies because many people didn't believe that ladies will make it maybe they were they were just playing for fun and all those and they're gonna stop so there were many 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 challenges that i went through my guest is Solwer Tugonia, developing women's football. He's a coach yes. uh, of Lucky Girls FC. Solwetu. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll get it right. Ben is telling me how to pronounce your name, and I've tried twice, and it's Sol- yeah, Solwetu. Solwetu. Yeah. Just put L. <laughs> um, oh, tell us about coaching the Overberg under 17. Yeah. yeah that, that, that was one of my best, best experiences for me to get the opportunity to coach the under-17 in Overbeck. And it also motivated me to work harder and keep keep pushing the ladies to play football and keep pushing the youth to be involved in sport. Mm. I was very happy when they elected me and said, OK, uh, we need you in the team. We need you to work with us now, and we need you to coach the under-17. So it was very, very, very... I was very happy and it was very a uh, best, best, best experience for me. And for now, it really motivates me because when I think of when it's time, maybe it's difficult times, I just think, okay, hey, mm. the overtake is looking at me. <laughs> now, when I'm going to just give up, what what is going to, what is the overtake region going to say? So, yeah, it was very, very uh, happy moment for me to be elected as a coach for under 17 ladies. Do you have ambitions to go on and coach Banyana Banyana maybe or, or other big clubs? <laughs> hey, uh, to be honest, to be honest, uh, for me, you see, like uh, the aim for me, the reason I started this team is because, you see, most of the time in our areas where we are living, there are always like under 13 boys teams and under 15 and when you go there and ask, and ask their coach, okay, coach, why are you doing this for these boys? And the coach is going to maybe say, okay, I'm doing this for this and this. And he will always mention that he's doing this for the for the boys so that they can they cannot get those things in the street, maybe mm. smoke uh, drugs and all those wrong things. So for me, uh, the main reason I also think, nah, man, it's not only the boys that are getting involved in those drugs and everything that is wrong on the streets, also the girls. Mm. So for me, was to I, I really think that to get those ladies also in the, uh, on the pitch and train them and get them in the sport and make them like the sport and enjoy the sport. So for me, uh, the, my dream come true is to see the women's football to see women's football, maybe the professional 
players in South Africa that are playing the top league mm. getting paid. To see the, the league from the top league here in South Africa getting more sponsors, getting more attention from big companies so that it can treat the women, women's sport, also the men's sport equally. Mm. So for me, the, my my dream is to see the, just the women's football going forward and treated as the same as the men's sport. So, yeah, I, 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 I also like, I would like to coach Banyana Banyana, but the <laughs> first thing that I would like to see is yeah. to see just to see the women's football going up and getting more attention. Yeah. So, um you, you mentioned you'd like to see some ladies making it. Have some lucky girls FCs gone on and done some good things? Yeah, yeah, we have many, many girls that. that have developed in this club because we have one that is now playing in the Sasol League, which is the professional league mm. for women. And we have five that are also playing for the uh, another team that is in Sasol League. It's Leeds. Mm. Yeah, so uh, I think for me, yeah, we have developed some ladies. Do, do you... Why do ladies sports, do you think, still struggle to get sponsorship in this country? And maybe uh, world, maybe worldwide as well. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's, it, this thing is not only here in South Africa. It's not mm. only maybe here in Africa. It's worldwide. Because uh, I think the reason why we are with the women's sports still struggling is because cause I, I'm not saying maybe the netball, the netball is... It's, a, it's in, in a nice place or 100%. But as I see netball and so and women's soccer, it's not the same. It's not treated the same way. Mm. So the reason for me that I think hey, why women's soccer is struggling is because we have that mentality that says soccer or rugby or cricket is for only males. Yeah. Mm. That's our mentality. So now if we see maybe a, uh, a, a women's sport, maybe one girl that is playing rugby or cricket, we don't like, really, we really don't accept it or we, we just see it as a joke because it's a, it's, a, it's a girl that is playing rugby. How can a, a girl play rugby? Mm. So the reason I think it's our mentality. If you can just, just change our mentality to just accept it and say not every every woman must play, play netball. Not every woman must have, have a, is talented to play netball because mm. we have many, many, many girls that are playing soccer, but they are still scared to just come out and say, okay, I, I, I like soccer because of our mentality that we have. Yeah. The the American women's team uh, w- were demanding yeah. they get paid the same amount as their male counterparts. Uh, are you in favor of that? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I'm also 100% with them because uh, I, I, uh, I think sport is the same. Sport, it doesn't matter if it's a male or women's sport. It's, right. it's just the same. We just need the same treatment as others. So I'm 100% with him. So, Alberto, it's been great chatting to you. Thanks very much and good luck to you and the ladies as well. 
Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. I really also appreciate the opportunity that you give me. And good luck to you. Silweto Gonya, uh, the pro <laughs> South African. He was from the Eastern Cape, as you heard, down in the Western Cape now, doing good things for Lucky Girls FC.